Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to The Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by The Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, CEO and founder and I am honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through paying it forward and giving back. Ethical business owners and holistic healers who are determined to create collective change in the world. Once we have a change in consciousness and through collective change, we can become one. My next guest approached me online explaining how aligned we were on the ethical path. Another amazing connection from London. This guest does not disappoint. Sarah Jordan is the founder of You Underwear, which was inspired by a trip to Uganda in 2016 when she discovered the huge number of women and children who don't have access to underwear and are therefore excluded from their school or community, particularly during their period. Her aim is to tackle this problem by creating an ethical underwear brand that gives back. She believes you can have it all. Beautiful underwear that makes you feel amazing, is manufactured fairly and helps support vulnerable communities around the world. Sarah is determined to change the world one pair of pants at a time. Welcome Sarah to The Ethical Evolution. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you very much for inviting me. Oh, I'm so glad to have you here all the way from the UK. Now, can you tell us a bit about um, your background and how you underwear came about? Yeah, so my background is actually nothing to do with fashion mm-hmm. um, or manufacturing or import or all the things that I've learned over the last sort of three years of doing this. Um, I was actually had more of a tech background and working in charities in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so Oxfam and a few others and just looking at how they use technology from their communications and um, fundraising and also in the field. So from that side, and then I um, had a bit of a change in 2016. So I went to Uganda as a bit of a midlife, let's do something different. Yeah. I was turning 40, wanted to have a challenge that was well, a personal challenge, but also um, helping support kind of local communities. So I went out there, volunteered as part of the Uganda Marathon and was working with local community groups in Uganda to support 
um, specifically a set of women who were entrepreneurs and trying to start a business selling sanitary towels and nappies. And they were making them out of local sort of uh, produce effectively mm-hmm. and whatever materials they could get for themselves and to sell locally to start the business. And I was there just to sort of help out, learn a bit about that. Um, and they were really struggling with it. And I was just like, what is the problem? Because it's a really good, really good idea, really good initiative. It turned out that most of the women they were trying to supply to didn't have any underwear to put the sanitary towels ah, in. Right. And it was just like, oh, my God, such a simple thing yeah. that we take for granted every day. Don't think anything of it. Literally the first thing you put on in the morning. Mm. And it meant that they were kind of obvious health hygiene mm. issues and safety. They were much more at risk. But actually just going to school. So the girls and the boys were just the difference in their sort of education levels because once a month, the girls would have to miss a week of school. Yeah. And it carried on all the way through. And particularly when they, obviously, when they had their periods, they were sort of excluded from the communities, not able to complete their education. And they were missing sort of 12 weeks a year, right the way through from school, through to work. And it was just having such a massive impact. Wow. And I just kind of was absolutely stunned by it. Mm-hmm. And as I said, really something that we just don't even think about. Came back from that determined to do something didn't really know <laughs> what that would be yeah um started looking into underwear how you manufacture it and then discovered some of the problems of conventional cotton because it's one of the world's most polluting crops it's a really nasty yeah crop because of all the pesticides that are required so mm-hmm. anybody farming it manufacturing it um they have huge pollution rates all sorts of issues so put the two together um and ended up with an ethical underwear brand so we use only organic cotton and support local manufacturers in India and then we work with a charity called Small Sprawl to provide underwear to people that don't have it so it was a bit of a lucky accident I guess going to Uganda and seeing that but amazing <laughs> life-changing in a number of ways amazing so um now that you've created that um what's your mission I mean obviously you want to try and reach as many um young women as you can um what are you aiming for yeah, so at a very practical level, we've got a target of donating 23,000 pairs of underwear by 2023. Yeah. Um, so our mission is all about empowering women by providing them with underwear so that they can stay in education, because obviously that's one of the fundamental ways of helping women um, out of poverty, helping support them in their local communities and yep. their families. So very directly by providing underwear. So we've got specific targets on that. Um We also want to support, um, as I said, the people making our underwear. So we have a manufacturer in India um, that is the country's leading sustainable and ethical manufacturer. And they, again, support local communities who are impacted by some of the challenges with cotton farming. Um, And our consumers as well. So it's kind of about empowering women across the board. Mm -hmm. So we use in our marketing, we think our marketing should be ethical as well yeah so we use real people as models so that's us friends family anybody that I can rope into it essentially um we don't airbrush our images and we have empowering messages on the inside so it's very much about sort of body positivity confidence and just trying to make sure that people across the board are comfortable in um in their own skin in their own bodies so trying to do all of that and have a positive impact or counter some of the negative impact of fast fashion and an industry that's really not very nice wow um, and with all the plastic side of it as well so we've got a quite a holistic mission but it is very much um 
now I've been asked to describe it sort of very focused on women across the board and just uh, trying to support them in whatever they're doing. Yeah, and um, you know, some of my other guests I've I've had on the podcast have had um, very similar themes to you in that you know helping women in in those areas, um, you know, to to stay in education and to you know um, actually make an impact in the community. That's what actually makes collective change and um, changes yeah. economies and communities and families, and um, that's amazing. Absolutely, amazing. yeah. I mean, women do contribute. I'll say contribute much more. That sounds a very sexist comment. <laughs> but in terms of they support their families, they support the yeah. wider community, villages. And so sort of helping women stay in education and have an economic future is much more than just that individual that yeah. benefits from it. So, yeah, it's really important that, um, that that's part of what we do. It also gives them the opportunity to earn a wage as well and and contribute mm. um, in other ways other than just, you know, creating a family. So, um, and as we've seen, you know, women in business um, are, are far, far more innovative, I think, sometimes um, and um, they are real powerhouses. So um, what you're doing is, uh, is incredible. Um, now, can you tell us about some of the people that you've helped um, and the difference it's made, um, particularly in Uganda? Yeah, so the original idea came, as I said, from Uganda. Yeah. Um, and what's nice is the charity that we work with. So we've got a partnership with a charity in the UK called Smalls for All. Yep. Um, so their mission is to provide underwear. Yep. Um, they do that in the UK and they do that through Africa, um, including in Uganda. So some of our underwear does go right back, um, which is really nice because obviously that was the inspiration behind the whole thing. Um, we've donated, we've just done our 2019 donations so that's 2550 I think pairs have gone to smalls for last year um on top of the thousand for the year before that so we're just over three and a half thousand pairs so far um which is brilliant because that is literally hundreds thousands of uh, women and girls that we can support so it's very directly working with those communities Mm. um it's predominantly women in refugee and IDP camps mm-hmm. um, and also rural communities who just don't have access to the underwear. Um, although Smalls actually started to work in the UK as of summer of 2018, which is a little bit sad that it's required here yeah. as well. Um, but women in homeless shelters mm-hmm. and refuges here, it's the same problem. People just don't think about underwear, don't donate those items. Um, so we also support them here. Um, and we provide, we also help with donating and collecting secondhand bras. Yes. That's another item that is very valuable mm. um, and really helps support women in a number of ways. And so, it's, yeah, we sort of match our donations on that side as well and collect secondhand bras and do collections every now and again and send them to small so that they can be distributed. Um, so, yes, that's the people that we've reached so far. And as yeah. I said, that 23,000 target is our, this is our big one um, for three years time yeah um, wow um that's that's a lot of lot of underwear <laughs> now, um, what what's been your biggest challenge um in in actually getting this set up and and trying to get those donations out there and, and how have you overcome that this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe 
every day at sax.com. Um, I think, well, gosh, there's a number of challenges when you start a small business, yep. particularly if it's not your area. So mm. I have learned a huge amount. I literally, apart from being a consumer, I knew nothing about manufacturing and, and underwear design. And we've I've done everything. Yep. So it started the business. Um, Uganda was 2016 and then came back from that. Um, and it took about a year to sort of get an idea of what actually I was going to do to uh, try and help tackle that issue um, and get prototypes off the ground. We did a crowdfunding campaign at the end of 2017, mm-hmm. um, which was a challenge in itself. It's phenomenal hard work. Mm. So people see it as a bit of a silver bullet, I think. It's like, oh, I can raise a load of money. Mm. Um, in reality, it's a... 30 day brutal marketing campaign <laughs> when you're up sort of 24 7 and literally begging everybody you know to help support you yeah um so that was just a huge one and how much time and effort and actually money it takes to raise that money so mm. it was great for us in raising awareness um but definitely one of the sort of early milestones and early challenges um if i'm completely honest i founded the business with a co-founder and we went our separate ways quite early on um just having very very different views for the business Mm -hmm. and um a sort of vision for the people that we wanted to support and the role of that and how direct a part that played in it um and just different working styles so that was an early challenge yeah um I'm now running it myself which is brilliant although that poses its own difficulties in terms of work like well there is no work (laughs) but juggling stuff um and just doing everything and knowing where you are best um spending your time you know the most impact you can have as the sort of founder of the business yeah versus where you need to get help where you need to get expertise in um and just the financial challenge of doing that when you're starting obviously we're not making any money and the charitable piece is such an important part of it Mm. that it's really key that we do that and that we source sustainably so we're not looking at sort of cutting costs by getting cheaper underwear um it's very much about doing that properly but that means that there's a much slower sort of growth I suppose in that sense so there's a lot of day-to-day challenges I absolutely love it um I've yeah never been busy and never been more uh, stressed and tired but absolutely (laughs) love love what I'm doing (laughs) and just being able to I'm hoping to go out to or with smalls for all to see the underwear being distributed this year um I went to India to the manufacturer last year and I'm going again and just having that very direct Mm. um visibility of it and being able to see for myself that this stuff is sourced well made well and then the the impact in terms of the distribution and giving out the underwear is going to be amazing so the sort of um Direct impact is definitely one of the benefits of it, but there's a lot of work to do, yeah. And there's a lot that you learn. And once, and if you are a sustainable business, then that flows down through everything. So we try and minimise our um, our waste, our use of plastic, no mm-hmm. single use plastic, um, but making sure your ink is ethical and your banking yes. is ethical and your envelopes are, and yep. all those things that you just don't um, sort of think about when you get started. Mm. Um, but yeah, absolutely love it. Just a lot of stuff to do <laughs> so, so you're doing this all on your own I am I am I've got friends I've got people I rope in to be yep. fair um a good friend of mine helps with the fulfillment so my house uh is the head office yeah is pant pant warehouse <laughs> full of 
full of boxes of underwear. <laughs> um, so, and it's really important to me that I stay kind of, well, apart from anything, I can't afford to have a big team yeah. at this stage, but stay connected with our customers. And so every order that comes in, we fulfill that. He helps with some of the packaging. I handwrite the card that says, thank you very much. Yep. Um, this is the impact of your donation, of your order, and the, the amount of pants that we're donating. Yep. Um, so, yeah, being involved in in all of that side. So I do have help um, and a few people I sort of pull in every now and again. And I'm hoping to have my first employee in a couple of months. But again, it's just um, making sure that that's sustainable in the long term in terms of being able to afford it. But it's primarily me. Yeah. Um, as you were talking then, um, a few people I've spoken to on this podcast, uh, what I like to call a karma millionaire. And I think you're one of those, Sarah. I think that karma is so coming your way in such a good way. Oh, my God, I hope so. For what you are doing um, because, oh, my God, everybody, please get behind this woman. Give her a break because she is doing amazing work. Um, I think the universe has got you back on this one. I do hope so. <laughs> now, can you define what being ethical means to you? Oh, wow. Um I think so for me in terms of how we set up the business and that side of the ethical it's everything so as I said we want to be we want to be a good business in the broader sense in everything that we do Mm -hmm. um it's uh about the sourcing so for us that's organic cotton um it's better for the people that work with it who farm it who manufacture it turning into clothes it's better for the environment it's less polluting pesticides and for us as consumers as well you don't get the same sort of skin irritations it lasts longer it's much softer so there's kind of the sourcing side of it which is really important um and the manufacturing so as i said we work with india's leading sustainable manufacturer um, and they do a lot more than just providing sort of living wages and um they really support the their employees and the communities that they work with uh to make sure that they've got the healthcare, food provided and again just making sure it's um made well because fashion is such a nasty mm. industry historically and just we know the sweatshops but actually bonded labor there's all sorts of stuff in it that's really not not very nice um i think as i said the kind of packaging the sustainability of that it's about having a definitely not a negative and ideally a positive impact across everything that you're doing so you're not making the world a worse place yeah um, which our massive consumption habits have really done recently mm. And it's a challenge that I kind of had to deal with myself when thinking about this, because ultimately I'm putting more goods into the world. Yeah. Um, we don't need anything else. We really, really don't. Um, so we're not trying to sort of push crazy amounts of underwear on people. It's about just when you are making a purchase, doing it well and consciously and trying to you know, do the, the best that you can do with your money as a consumer. Mm. Um, so not encouraging more consumption, but just trying to encourage, again, that sort of reuse and recycle mentality that we need to get better at. Um, and the the ethics, as I said, of the kind of marketing as well, because, again, the portrayal of women particularly, but men as well in terms of some of the, the fashion industry models or the size stuff, the body confidence. We have this huge issues. There's so much around mental health at the moment yeah, and social media and all of those challenges. We're so visible and we really have that view that everybody has to look a certain way. Mm. And actually, it's been, I've had amazing feedback about 
um, the fact that we do use kind of normal people. I yeah. got my dad to model on his 80th birthday, wow. which I wasn't super impressed by. But um, <laughs> it's about, it's having people that, you know, you look, you can recognize and it's still got to be sort of aspirational, but ultimately it's got to be realistic. So mm. that's a really important part of it as well, is that we just provide the best um, environment, trying to make sure that people are confident in what they're, in what they're doing. So the ethics in that sense is quite broad. Um, it really is about everything that we're doing and trying to just be um, a good business across um, across the full span of what we do. Well, you do. Sorry, not a very short answer. <laughs> <laughs> you do tick all the boxes when it comes to ethical. And I have seen um, some of your advertising and how you do use real people. And I have to say it's really refreshing to actually see you know, underwear advertised and not, you know, abs and, you know, washboard yeah. abs and all that kind of stuff, which is largely unrealistic. Um, so the people Probably, yes. <laughs> the people are relatable, you know, you have a bit of a laugh at yourself as well, which I think is great. You know, the world <laughs> needs more laughter. Um, but I mean, ultimately it's, it's underwear. <laughs> I know, right? It's um, like we take that stuff too seriously and we're trying to have a good – you know, make a difference, but ultimately it's underwear and, yeah, you can overthink things. Yeah, <laughs> but I think, you know, it's, again, that underlying um, thing that you're trying to solve here, um, I, I think, you know, just having that in the back of your mind in your purchasing habits is, you know, if you can pay it forward as you, um, you know, consciously and mindfully um, purchase new things, I think that's that's our way forward for collective change. Mm. Definitely. Definitely. So what are the future plans um, for you and you underwear? <laughs> me, me and me, me and you. Um, I have, I've got big plans, yeah. which is very exciting. So um, at a very practical level, we've got new sort of ranges coming out, new colours. We've got quite a uh, basic range. Obviously getting started as a small business and stock and cash flow and all of those yep. challenges, just getting off the ground. Um, but we're starting to expand expand our range of colors and styles and just underwear that we provide there's a something like 25 different styles of women's underwear which I was just like really wow. um, <laughs> so we don't have that many we're not going that far yeah um, but just gradually increasing so that again we're a bit we're more inclusive um, in our sizing so we got to size 20 in the UK how can we how can we grow that um, how can we have more colors we're doing some exciting collaborations mm -hmm. so as I said the original idea came from a trip to Uganda and we've actually got some African inspired prints oh, coming wow. through in our underwear this year which I'm so excited cool. about because we've got as I said kind of neutral colors the black white gray different yep. skin tones um, and then it was like well if we're going to go bright let's go really bright um, so we've partnered with an amazing designer who is based in Nairobi to do some designs for us. And yeah, they are, they look absolutely amazing. So that's going to be really exciting. And hopefully we'll grow that going forward. So partnering with local designers and girls who want to, you know, get into that um, space and give people a bit of an outlet for their creativity. So we're going to have some quite funky designs coming through. Um, different styles supporting younger girls as well. Yeah. So um the sort of teen tween market isn't really catered for in terms mm -hmm. of underwear that's not super sexy but is actually comfortable and still quite stylish yeah uh, so we're trying to sort of expand in that area in terms of the business i want us to become a b core 
Mm. So registered and sort of formally saying we've got the certifications in terms of fair trade and GOPS and we are vegan. Um, but actually, as a business, how can we really apply that across the board yeah. and, and making sure that we are fully ethical in mm. that sense and everything that we do and have that sort of standard behind us? Um, what else? Uh, we're working with a company here called Provenance, which is a tech blockchain company so we're using them to look at our transparency and mm -hmm. so we say that we where we manufacture we're actually very transparent about the name of the factory you can see where they are but using that technology to sort of underpin everything so people can see exactly where the components are manufactured who it is that's making them um, trace it right back through to the farms in India the manufacturer wow. and then when it comes here and then the donations going forward as well. So it's all certified. So it's kind of an external validation just to say everything that we say is true. Um, they track and check everything for us. And then we can use that hopefully to sort of close the circle in some way. Um, mm. So that when you buy a pair of underwear, you can see you'll get a little QR code on the label yeah. um, in the shape of a pair of pants. I think that's what I'm aiming for <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> You can scan that and you can see where they've been made. You can see who made them. That's incredible. And you can also see where the donations are going. Yeah. Um, and I just want to sort of join that up so that people who are supporting us and buying our underwear can really see the impact that they're having by doing that. So there's quite a few sort of technology pieces coming under the, under the site and the platform, to, which I really am excited by. Yeah. Because um, I just think it's going to be so nice and seeing then where – the underwear is donated and being able to sort of go out there and see you know the three pairs that I bought that got six yeah. to this particular community in Uganda so that, and ultimately yeah. things like manufacturing and so Uganda used to have a very big strong textile industry mm. um, I'd love to manufacture there yeah as well so there's lots of exciting growth plans but yeah that's kind of some of the stuff that we're working on oh wow um, I'm, I'm blown away that's incredible <laughs> <laughs> i love that blockchain idea that is that is so i know cool. i'm it sort of started so um yeah it's a company called provenance they did it mostly with food actually to start with yeah. just to have the traceability so when you see um you have a chocolate bar and you can see the ingredients you know exactly where in Ghana that chocolate came from yeah. or whatever it is all the different ingredients and they were trying to look at how you could expand that and I was like can you do it with clothes and fashion and see um because obviously there's the cotton there's the elastin there's mm. all the different pieces of it um so yeah that's going to be um really exciting development if we can get that get that going Excellent. Oh, well, I'm, look, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to the African prints um, for one because <laughs> I'm just a secret between you, me, and everyone listening. Um, I'm a big fan of loud underwear. So, um, yeah, I'll count me I in. Think so. Um, so, how can um, people support um, what you're doing and get involved? Um, so, the obvious ones are supporting us buying, buying our underwear. Mm -hmm. um but actually donating to smalls directly so smalls for all is as i said the charity they collect uh secondhand bras they accept donations of underwear directly new um underwear directly um so that helps them sort of reach more people and do that um so you can send kind of gently worn bras or new underwear to them mm -hmm. or to us we both do that um 
and just supporting more generally. So sharing the stuff, talking about what we're doing. Um, we do we do send to Australia. We've got a few customers. I know my pants are in Australia, which is very exciting. Ah. Um, so we do ship internationally. So that's very obvious. But even just sharing, talking about what we're doing, sharing the message around how you can make a difference with your purchases and just encouraging people to think about where their clothes are made, think about the impact of that. So not just supporting us, but actually the whole change that we need to make to our consumption habits will be really helpful. Yeah. Um, and sharing that and supporting brands that are trying to do this, um, sharing it on social media, talking about it, encouraging your friends to do the same makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, and just getting in touch, giving us feedback, telling us that we're doing a good thing, that karma thing. It's like, yes, please. Yes. <laughs> it's hard work. So it's good to know that um, it's appreciated. I love your mindset, Sarah. I love that you're not just saying go buy undies. Um, you're actually telling people to have a, a much broader think about things and actually look at their purchasing habits and actually support others that are doing a similar thing. So, again, collective change. Um, I just, yeah, I exactly. just love it's that about, mindset. It is small things because I think, I think one of the things that I've really noticed being in moving into the sort of ethical space is it's hard. Mm. It's hard as a consumer to know, you know, it's daunting. The problems that we face are phenomenal. Mm. And everybody's a bit sort of like, oh, my God, where do I start? And yeah. actually just making one small change is huge because that collective thing then does add up. And I think people sort of go, oh, God, I can't do it because, I'm, you know, I'm one person. I'm not going to make a difference. Mm. You are. Yeah. And that's how all change starts. Mm. So it's – and don't worry about being perfect because – I've certainly noticed that with running the business. There's still loads of things that we need to change and improve. Mm. But doing something is better than not doing anything and it all adds up and it sort of gets you in that right direction. So, yeah, definitely do something, anything. <laughs> um, and we'll all get there in the end. But, yeah, it's really important that people do. Uh, we start to sort of think a bit differently about stuff because yeah. um, we're making a bit of a mess of things. There's, yeah, I know, right. There's, there's actually um, a local charity here in um, Queensland um, called Support the Girls and they do a very similar thing uh, to what you do in that um, they collect bras for women who are homeless and okay. I actually interviewed the founder um, a while back and we were having a conversation about, um, you know, big department store chains and I know we're not talking ethical here at the moment but we're just talking in general people who need, you know, underwear. Um, yeah. And she was telling me um, she actually approached major department stores that had leftover stock that was just going to be thrown away. And she was like, look, can I take them off your hands and give them to people who actually need them? And they would not let her take them. They, You know what they do with them? They actually take them and they bury them. They will not give oh them out. They'll go and bury them in the ground and let them rot. Rather than I've help heard, someone. Yeah, I've heard that. We've got the same thing. So a couple of the big brands here got busted. One got busted for burning stuff and the other one got busted for putting it in landfill. Yeah. And it drives me absolutely nuts because there's problem. I mean, the whole thing is crazy because you can't burn it. You can't bury it. We've got enough problem with waste. And I know. Plus, it's fully usable yeah. brand new stuff that will make a massive difference uh, drives me absolutely crazy things like that because i think look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do i even say other than hey <sighs> well 
That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's just, I don't know, I was about to swear. Um, <laughs> Go for it. It's <laughs> bollocks. Utterly, it's just ridiculous, because how can you justify that? And I don't care about the stuff about it, you know, damages your brand. That stuff damages mm. your brand by being a dickhead <laughs> and not actually um, trying, you know, yeah, I fundamentally disagree. I think it is people are gradually starting to surface some of those things and yeah. say, actually, this isn't cool. That's not acceptable. Yeah. We can't do this for any number of reasons. And I'm really hoping that, that practice, those practices generally stop. Mm. Um, but it, yeah, it's absolutely, I mean, the amount of stuff that gets thrown away and the big brands the retailers are guilty we are guilty as individuals because we buy stuff and we wear it for an average of something like four times and it's mm. just that whole thing just has to shift yeah um but yeah there's no there's absolutely no excuse for burying no burying anything like and that. i mean you know they're sure they're not going to make profit but you know if you could help someone and not kill the planet at the same time like you know no brainer. And it has to be those big businesses as well. So, you know, it makes a difference. Us, we're doing something very small. And there's a number of people, um, brands like us doing something very small. But it's the big guys. Everybody mm. has to do it. Mm. And I think it isn't just about the money. That is not what's going to make a difference. And it's not going to do them any harm by playing their part in that. And actually, I think the, the gen- um, general shift will happen in that consumers will start to demand that and actually it won't be acceptable to be so destructive and kind of everything that you're doing so yeah. it's like we'll lead it then in that case be the person you know the person that steps forward first and yeah but yeah no that drives me nuts yeah but um one thing I'm actually seeing through doing this podcast and you know what, I'm so glad I'm doing this because one thing that I'm seeing is there is an ethical evolution happening people are actually starting to wake up they're going, you know what, this is not okay and I'm going to make yeah. a change. So I think so. Mm. I mean, I'm really pleased that you say that because it's hard. I think being in this space, I think that, but then I don't know whether I'm just talking to myself. Yes. <laughs> some level and people who are already convinced and it's mm. like we're all talking about the same thing, but I think actually it is happening. It is. And it's not just people, you know, us that are sort of working in it, but it is generally changing I really noticed it at Christmas the amount of people that came and said you know we don't want um to just buy crap this year we don't want to do this and they're reusing their bags and they're just making those small changes that Mm. um the water bottles the cups the stuff that's really easy at you know that kind of first entry point but actually I think it is shifting the conversations are changing yeah Um, and that can only be a good thing yeah, and I'm I'm finding, you know, each week I'm talking to people all around the world and I'm starting to see a theme. So, you know, this I think is just the best thing. If we can amplify this even more, I think this this is just going to grow. So, um, yeah. and I'm so glad there's people like you around who are a part of it. So I have to ask you this, Sarah. What's the change you'd like to see in the world and how can we bring it to life? Wow. Um, I think, so I think we all need to be doing what we've been talking about in terms of us all being more, whether it's ethical, sustainable, whatever you call it, we have to make a difference. 
um i that whole the environmental social sort of destruction that comes from everything that we do is shocking mm. i actually did my background before the tech piece was i did geography meteorology um and we were looking at climate change like 30 odd years ago when i was and it's like because you know we still haven't done anything about that mm. um or we're not really addressing it you guys are having the massive fires we've got all sorts mm. of stuff everywhere that stuff is you know just not up for debate we have to make a massive difference um and i think so it's up to all of us to to play a part in that and consumers are definitely parts that uh, we need to poke people whether that's the big businesses or the government or whatever it is i would like to see universal access to underwear basically at a very specific very direct level because um all these little things that make such a big difference um and we talk about you know things that are a fundamental human right i don't know whether i go that but, but that whole you need to have this you need girls to be empowered to be able to complete their education to be economically active um women and certainly the women that i've met in africa are the most creative mm. um innovative people on the planet and yeah. they shouldn't be sort of restricted in that by the fact that they have a period and can't uh, sort of take part in something just because they don't have underwear that's crazy yeah and so that whole thing and just period poverty more broadly whether it's here um and wherever it is just mm. sort of access to some of the basic stuff that i think we all we all deserve and that's food and water and everything that allows us to um contribute so equality is one of those big things that drives me again a little bit crazy <laughs> um so if that's a change that i'd like to see then yes definitely um through something as simple as underwear but actually it's more about what that stands for I think yeah you know and the broader shift so we're trying to do it through underwear but actually it's, it's more it's a lot that. bigger yeah things. wow so you know it really just comes back to basic human rights doesn't it like I think yeah. everybody deserves you know like you said equality um, and an equal chance at everything um and yeah, I really um yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you hit your target um of the 23,000. <laughs> um and um you're going to have to let me know once these um new prints come out cuz I am so getting some of those. I can't wait. I'm so excited because I just, yeah, I'm with you. It's just like, well, you know, neutral underwear is great when you don't want it to be seen, but sometimes it's like just we need a bit of brightening up, cheering up. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if nobody <laughs> sees it but you. That's what it's all about. Exactly, <laughs> it's for you. Yeah. All of our messages are on the inside. Yeah. So we don't put any of the stuff on the outside, it's for you. So when you put them on in the morning, first thing you see is like, you're amazing, you make a difference. So, oh. yes, it's definitely about you. <laughs> and that's why you call it that. <laughs> exactly, it's, it is. Yep, yep. Oh, Sarah, <laughs> look, I just wish there were a million of you on the planet because – um, the impact you're making um, is incredible, and um, I, like I said, I'm 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 all in. So um, thank you so much for being a part thank of the you. ethical evolution. Um, and I can't wait to see uh, where you're heading this year and in the coming years. But thank you so much for your time. No, thank you, thank you for inviting me on this. It's amazing, and thank you for um, your positive that's really it's really nice made my day um it's nice to yeah get some feedback so thank you i really appreciate and everything you're doing as well it's like it all we'll get there yeah (laughs) one day at a time one pair of undies at a time right exactly pair of pants (laughs) at a time yeah perfect (laughs) thank you so much 
Thank you. Thanks very much, Mindy. Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution Podcast. If you're an ethical business owner, change maker or holistic healer who's determined to make a change in the world and you need support to spread your message, visit ethicalchangeagency.com to collaborate. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that the my name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electric acid.